Hey guys, welcome back to the Beast Mode Podcast. My name is Aaron Bees. As always, I am amped to be here with you today. We're going to talk about how to navigate an unsupportive spouse in the network marketing industry. Do I have your attention? I hope I do. So I feel like this is something that I haven't been talking about a whole lot until recently, but my husband and I have been together since 2002. He's seen me be a part of six different companies. I was involved in two lawsuits. I'm not saying any of this to impress you. I'm just telling you, I feel like I have a good baseline to explain how to navigate this. And one of the things that uh, Eric Worre actually said many, many years ago when I went to my first industry generic network marketing event here in Las Vegas was if you have a spouse that is, or a partner or a friend or a family member, a coworker, your neighbor, whatever the case may be, somebody that is close to you that you go to in those moments you're excited or those moments you're struggling, and maybe you don't get the kind of reaction that you're really hoping for. Maybe they're like, oh, yeah, 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 that's pretty cool. You do one of those things on the side, right on, whatever. Maybe you're not getting the reaction, and it's because they're tired of seeing you crawl. Let me explain what I mean by they're tired of seeing you crawl. That means they're tired of seeing you dabble. They are tired of seeing you piddle in your business. They are tired of seeing you with these ups and downs. They are tired of seeing you binge on Netflix when you have a hard day, okay? They are tired of seeing you play anything other than world-class level. Does this make sense to you guys? Here's the thing. The people that are around you, are the ones that see the biggest potential in you far before you will ever see it. For example, when I joined my first company in 2007, I called my parents. Now, granted, I was an adult. (laughs) I had been out of the house for almost 10 years. I had just got out of the military a few years prior to that. But I had this level of respect for my parents that I want to chat with them. And this is what's going on in my life. And it's not for seeking approval. It's Hey, I'm, I'm going to try this. This is kind of scary. Let's chat about it. And they are a big source of advice for me. I tap into their wisdom. I don't have it all figured out, you guys. And I'm blessed to have a relationship like that with my parents. And so I called them up and said, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And they were like, you're going to do what? Oh, oh, okay. You're going to do parties. Cool. Right on. And my parents were very supportive. But the next sentence my mom said was, Aaron, I think that that's really cool, but know that this is not what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And I know that my husband was always very, very supportive, but I also feel like he, he just kind of was, okay, cool. Yeah. You're making a couple hundred dollars and right on. That's cool. If you have somebody around you, that's not super supportive, it's because they're tired of seeing you piddle in your business. And if you're like, what does that even mean? I'm going to need you to go back to my podcast called Confessions of a Former Dabbler. That was me. That was my story. I had periods of time where I would work, and then I would have periods of time where I would talk myself out of working because I was, quote, unquote, tired. If you're tired, it's because you're uninspired. If you're uninspired, you're going to have people around you that are just like, yeah, okay, it's one of those things. If you step into world class, if you step into this is my business, this is where I'm going, this is the vision, this is where I'm going, and I'm going to do it with or without you, but it sure would be more fun to do it with you. That's the kind of posture you need to have. So if you have a spouse like that around you or a partner or a friend, your bestie, a coworker, whatever, 
here are some ways that you can involve them and get them on board to support you. Why is this important? There's going to be times where my husband's going to come home from work and the house is going to be trashed. Maybe it's the end of the month. Maybe we've got a massive campaign going on. Maybe there's some kind of a sale or maybe I'm, I've got this influx of like 20 new team members in the month or something like that. There's going to be times when priorities change a little bit. There's going to be dishes. Maybe I haven't done Gavin's homework, you know, because I'm so tired and recovering from a retreat. That's a real story, by the way. He came home last night and I was like, babe, I'm so tired. I literally was in bed. I don't know what the kids are doing. I am barely functioning right now. And that's okay. It's a management of priorities. But if you're not having open communication with your partner in those moments, they're going to think that you're sitting on your butt twiddling your thumbs. So number one is communication. You've got to have clear expectation with your partner, with your friend, whatever, whoever is, is in this supporting you in this journey, right? Ladies, that does not mean that they have ESP. That does not mean that you can drop very vague hints and expect them to get it. What that means is that you need to say, this is what I need today. This is what I've got going on. They, if they have a job outside the home, chances are they're probably telling you what's going on in their job. Hey, I'm not going to be available for a couple hours. I've got some meetings or, Hey, I've got to travel here. I've got to do this or I've got to do that. So in case you try to reach me by phone and you, you can't get a hold of me, here's why. Why are we not reciprocating that same kind of communication in our business to our partner? Last I checked, we run this household together. So why is it on anybody's shoulders on their own? Does that make sense to you guys? I hope it does. Communication. You can't drop hints and expect somebody to get it. You've got to have very clear communication. I just got off the phone with my husband a little while ago. He's like, hey, how are you feeling? Your voice sounds a lot better today. And I was like, yeah, I feel really good. I I got a massage last night and I slept 12 hours and I needed that time to re-energize. And so he knew that was my time to focus on me, but it's because we had that clear communication. I'm really tired. I just did this massive retreat at my house and I'm going to need some time to recover. He didn't expect me to clean the entire house after everybody left. He didn't expect me to have dinner on the table or anything like that because I'm running a business where I am producing income to get us to the life of our dreams. So hopefully that makes sense to you. You've got to communicate. You've got to communicate. You've got to communicate. So number two is kind of along the lines of communication, but I'm going to dive a little bit deeper. You have to show them your numbers. Y'all hear me? You've got to show them your numbers. For example, if you're a household where you are the one that is handling all of the bills and you're making this extra money from your network marketing business and you're not sharing with your partner what you're putting in the account, they're not seeing it. They're not a part of the vision. So what I would do is I would say, hey, let's sit down. Let's schedule a time where we're going to do, you know, we're going to pay all the bills and do this and this and that. And I want to show you this. And I'm going to show my partner the exact amount that's going into our account and show him or her exactly what that's going towards. Is that money going into savings? Is it paying a bill that is alleviating some pressure from your monthly budget? Is it something, are you, are you saving for a vacation? Are you paying off a credit card? Are you paying your car, your car payment? Are you buying some, you know, shoes for the kids or paying for 
you know, soccer or basketball or any of those extra things that come out of our budget that make us stretch our budget a little bit further. It doesn't matter if it's $100 or if it's $10,000. You have to include your partner in these things so that they see the big picture. Because if they can see that you're making progress, they're going to be more inclined to help you around the house because they see, whoa, hold on, they're making money. They're not just sitting around, sitting in kind of this sorority of network marketing. They're actually making moves. They're actually contributing to the budget. They're contributing to the income of our household. They're making it better. So as a partner, I would say, oh, wow, okay, well, you know, Erin is working with her team. Most of her team works. So in the evening, I know she's going to be busy. So when I get home, I'm going to make sure the dinner's on the table. I'm going to make sure that the kids are ready and whatever else she needs, because I know that is her work hours. Do you see the difference in the posture? So you've got to bring them in on what you're making. And again, it doesn't matter if you just qualified for free product with your company, or if you're making $100, or it's your first $1,000, or it's your first whatever. You've got to show your partner what you are making. That's how you get them involved. That's how they're going to say, okay, this like legit is producing some money. So I'm going to make sure that I help around the house. Otherwise, they, they genuinely think that you're probably sitting around the house or going to work and you're just kind of getting on a Zoom or a call and you're just kind of hanging out with some people. It's a new group of friends and it's this hobby that's taking up time away from the family and the responsibilities and blah, 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 blah. Show them the numbers. Number three, you've got to get to events. And some of you, I know your stomach just turned when I said that because maybe your, your partner or your friend or whoever's around you supporting you, maybe it's your mom, it's your dad, whoever, is like, why do you have to go to these events? I don't get it. Why do you have to spend money to make money? First of all, I can't even tell you how much money I have spent on personal events. Personal events or events in general, I should say, are what helped me to grow into the leader and the, the world-class business owner that I am. You could listen to all of my podcasts. You could listen to tons of other personal development. You could read all of the books and you're not going to have the same kind of growth that you would at an event. So do you need to spend money in order to make money? Absolutely. Events are where big decisions are made. For me, I remember at the last GoPro Recruiting Mastery from Network Marketing Pro and Eric Worry and Marina Worry, I made the decision to finally go all in and stop piddling. I've got a picture of it. I can see the picture. I can see the expression on my face. That decision was made from being surrounded by people that are like-minded, that want more in their life, that are tired of being sick and tired. Does this make sense to you guys? Big decisions are made. If you learn one or two nuggets to move yourself and your business forward at these events, the event is worth it. We could talk about tax write-offs. I'm just saying the tax write-offs when you own your own business is amazing. But it's more about you developing into the person you're supposed to be to sustain that next level growth. It's important. You've got to get there. And for those of you that are like, I can't afford to get there, it's even more important for you to get there because you need it more than anybody. I will tell you anytime I have backed myself into a corner, for example, 
when I went to the Tony Robbins event in 2017 in Newark, New Jersey. I didn't have the money to do that. And as a matter of fact, I spent about $30,000 with the Tony Robbins coach um, and various events that entire year. It was $30,000 I did not have at the time. And my husband was practically rioting. But there was something deep in me that said, I know that this is the way. I know this is where I am supposed to be. No, I did not have the money to spend. No, I did not have $30,000 laying around. At that time, I was probably making, real talk, less than $2,000 a month in my network marketing business. But I knew that was the way. And I stepped into blind faith in order to get to where I'm at today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The next thing is that you are going to have to put some kind of a reward system in place. I'm a mom of two. I have a very busy life. And so anytime there's an event and something is going on, I'm going to make sure that I do something with my husband, something with my kids, and we're going to spend some quality time when I get back after I recover. So let's say that I take a day or two and I catch up on you know, a little bit of sleep, a little bit at a time. And I'm doing all of those things to kind of recover from what I call the event hangover, which I still kind of have, which is why my voice sounds like this. But I'm going to make sure that I am doing something with them to make sure that they know that I appreciate all the sacrifices they are making so that I can go to this event and learn how to move our business forward. I really genuinely do look at my business as a family business. This doesn't work unless my husband is supportive. This doesn't work unless my kids understand mommy's working and I'll talk to you when I'm done, when I'm off of the Zoom, after my Facebook Live, after I record the podcast, whatever, right? So it's really, really important that you have some kind of a reward system in place. My kids are 12 and six, and so they understand kind of my schedule in the evening. I Facebook Live, I have Zooms on these days, I have this going on, I've got this networking event, mom's gonna be going to these events. They understand because I want them to know that success takes sacrifice and it takes work and it's not something that's just handed to you. So number four, number five, I lost track of where we were at, is setting boundaries with your kids, setting boundaries with your partner. Boundaries are so important. I treat my business like I have legit work hours. So I take Gavin to school in the morning, Mia leaves for the bus in the morning, and I'm working. I have specific things that I do every single day, but they know this is what's going on because I've set those boundaries. So I do homework with Gavin when he gets home. I make sure Mia's good. I talk to her about her day. What homework do you have? What's going on? And then I go into my evening of whatever we've got going on. So tonight we have a Zoom. There's going to be over 400 people there. I'm sure of it because we do every single week. By the way, the best led teams are the best trained teams. I'm just saying. So um, boundaries, they're important. 
And it was really cool because some of my team members were able to see that this weekend when they were here in my house. And I did this retreat where I poured 12 years of lessons into about 12 hours. And then the rest of the time we spent just being together and having fun and building the culture of our organization. It was really cool. But one of the, one of the times that they were here this weekend, I went live. And so I went through the same steps that I always do. Hey, Mia and Gavin, mom's going live. I'll talk to you when I'm done. Let's make sure not to interrupt me. Let's keep things kind of quiet. I mean, I, we do have two kids, so there's going to be some background noise every so often. But I think it's really important to set those boundaries in your relationships that are around you when you are doing something that you don't want to be interrupted. So... It's really cool because now I've done it for so long that when I hit the end button on a Facebook Live, Gavin's question immediately is, Mom, did I do a good job? Yeah, buddy, you did a really good job. Thank you for letting Mommy do her work. I appreciate you. And then I give him a hug and we chat and we move on with our day. But it's boundaries. Mom is working. This is important. When you have that posture and you set those boundaries, everybody around you is going to take it seriously. Oh, okay, this isn't playtime. Oh, okay, this isn't a hobby. Legit, they're taking this very seriously, so I'm gonna take it seriously, right? So it's really important when you have an unsupportive spouse, partner, friend, kids, whatever the case may be, and maybe they're putting pressure on you, you don't spend time with me, you don't, you know, I don't ever see you, you're always gone, or whatever the case may be, it's because you don't have boundaries that are set up. I'm gonna do this, and when I'm done with this, then we will go do this or I'll watch your favorite show with you, or I'll put my phone down, or whatever the case may be, and spend time with you and really focus on you. It's boundaries, okay? So if you've got a supportive, uh, an unsupportive spouse around you, and by the way, my husband used to put a lot of pressure on me when it came to events, and I'm gonna speak on this because he actually just shared this this weekend when we did some leadership training. He didn't understand what I was going through at the house, with the kids running a business and why sometimes when he came home I was like I just need to get out for a second there is no escape quote unquote for somebody that works inside the home I do this full-time and I have for I don't know 11 years or something like that doing some quick little math in my head and so I work from home I'm a parent I'm maintaining our household. I'm doing all of these things within the walls of our house. It's a blessing, but there's also times that I need to get out of it. There's times that I need to step out and get outside of this space where I work, where I live, where I relax, where I parent, where I do all of that stuff. And he didn't understand it until I started to really take my business seriously. And I was doing three and four parties a week back in the day. And he, he was coming in and I was going out the door to my parties. And then he was sitting at home with the kids. He didn't understand how lonely that felt. He didn't understand how that was a struggle for me to just, okay, oh, I got to get all this stuff done. And just, just the emotions behind it, he didn't get it. So when I started doing more and more parties, he understood. He was like, oh, so she's home and literally feels like there's no escape sometimes because she works from home and she's working around the schedule. Gavin was a baby at the time. Mia was a baby at the time, you know, and so you're working around naps, you're working around school, you're working around shuffling here and there, and you're working your business inside the, the pockets of time that you have within your day. He didn't get it. So it wasn't until he got it because I was gone so much 
that he was like, wow, my wife is a superhero. And he'll tell you, he always tells me actually that I am the biggest star. I am my biggest star. That's what he tells me. So he gets it now and he's a part of the vision. And it's because I'm bringing him in with these things. It's because we went through that struggle where he didn't understand because he was working six days a week. Why isn't the house taken care of? Why don't we have something for dinner? Why isn't any of this? Why aren't, why aren't any of these things done? But he doesn't see it. And it was really interesting because going into this retreat, there was a lot of moving pieces, a lot of logistics. We had team members coming from Canada. We had team members coming from Florida and Nebraska, literally all over the place. Plus some of the community here in Vegas, it was bananas. And so last Friday, I think it was, or one of these days, no, last Wednesday, he had off. And I'm in work mode. The kids go to school and I'm we're I'm I'm running. And then we've got this event. So my intensity was a lot more than it normally is. And he's like wanting to hug on me and stuff. And I'm like, babe, I love you, but I've got stuff to do. These are my work hours. This is what you don't see. I was like, I love you, but I've got to get this stuff done. And I'll talk to you this afternoon. And again, these are the moments where he he finally gets it, but it's because of that clear communication. It's because I'm showing him what I'm putting in our savings account or what I am, what credit card I'm paying off or whatever the case may be. He is seeing that progress. So don't be afraid to have these conversations with your partner. Don't be afraid to have these conversations with people around you that you're looking for them to support. Now there's a difference between seeking support and seeking validation. Validation is I need somebody to tell me that I'm doing a good job. So I will continue to do my job. Uh, no, <laughs> The only validation that you need is validation from yourself that you're making progress and you're filling your space, your life with joy. That's the only validation that you need. And if you start to feel like you're seeking validation from other, from other people, it sounds like there's a story there. And I would encourage you to, to dive deeper into some personal development and, and uncover what that's about. Okay. So have these conversations with your partner, have these conversations with people around you that you're looking for support. Make sure that the support isn't showing up as validation and just be honest, have those conversations that aren't full of emotion. I know back in the day, in order to have some of these conversations with my husband, they would show up in the way of emotions. So I would be ugly crying and I would be feeling a certain type of way what I now realized was that was my higher power. That was my, my, uh, the universe, higher power, whatever you want to call it, showing me my path. And I didn't have the vocabulary at the time to explain to him what was going on. I didn't even understand it. So it showed up in the form of emotions because I'm not a very emotional person. I'm pretty, pretty level when it comes to my emotions. So if I get riled up, it's something serious. And that was really the only way the universe could get a hold of me to get to pay attention and stop for a second and go, this is where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to have a Tony Robbins coach. You're supposed to go to this unleash the power within. You're supposed to walk on fire. You're supposed to be doing these things. And it wasn't until those emotions literally hit me in the face that I realized, oh, I get it. So now having personally developed through going to events, through reading all the books, through podcasts, through all of these things that add up. Now I understand when I get a little bit of emo uh, of emotion present, oh, okay, the universe is speaking. Let me pay attention. Now I can communicate with my husband. Now I can tell him exactly what I need. And after, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday last week, 
when he he called and he's like, okay, I'm gonna be home at you know this time. What is it you need? Okay, I need you to clean the floors. I need you to help me with this, that, whatever you know. And he was like, cool. So then he came home, immediately helped with what was going on, so that I could focus on what I needed. And then when it was all done. I could relax, we could relax together and spend time. So hopefully this makes sense. If you've got an unsupportive spouse, an unsupport, uh, unsupportive partner, a friend, a family member, it's because they are tired of seeing you crawl. And it's time for you to step up. It's time for you to go world class. It's time for you to take your business seriously. It's time for you to get out of the hobby zone and it's time for you to step into let's make some money zone, right? So if this brought you guys some value today, which I hope it did, Uh, leave me a five-star rating. Literally the only way that I can touch more people's live, lives, I should say, is by you leaving me a five-star rating. It is October, so at the end of this week, today is October 2nd, so on October, I don't know what day it is, but <laughs> the first seven days in October, on the seventh day, I am going to do a drawing for those that left me a five-star rating in October. It is really important. It's the only way that I can touch more lives and get this content out. Uh, make sure that you subscribe. And if you loved this, go ahead and take a screenshot and drop it in your stories. Just make sure you tag me in it because I love it. It makes my heart so, so happy. My little yellow heart goes, they got value. That's so cool. So I am going to go rest my voice because this is all I've got for you guys today. I love you so much. And listen, I've been through it all with my husband. I get where you're at. I know secretly you want to ugly cry right now listening to this. Like, I feel that. I know that you are frustrated. I know you want to yell and scream because they don't get it. Pay attention to clear communication. Show them what you're making. Show them the product that you're getting for free. Show them, like bring them in onto some of the training and have them sit and kind of check things out, right? Get to events, talk to them about the importance of events. Talk to them about, hey, I've got to go do X, Y, and Z. And after that, we'll go do X, Y, and Z, or I'll watch your favorite show or whatever. But have those clear expectations, set those boundaries with your kids. You guys, I'm telling you right now, if you implement just a couple of these things, your spouse, your, your partner, your family members, whatever, are going to start slowly changing over time. And the next thing you know, they're going to be calling you saying, what do you need me to do? I know you have a busy weekend because you've got a retreat for your team coming and they're going to help you. And you're going to remember this and go, oh, I'm so glad I listened to that podcast. So my name is Aaron Bees. You can call me hashtag beast mode. I love you guys so much. Please share this out and I will see you on the next podcast. Have a great day, everybody.